Greetings from Faith Lutheran Church in Elko, Nevada. Thank you for joining us. This is Danielle, and I will be sharing the message today. Today's gospel is from Matthew chapter 11, verses 16 to 19 and 25 to 30. But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say, he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to the infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Here ends the gospel reading for today. Some of you may have heard the joke that tries to explain why Moses and the Israelites wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. The punchline read, even then men would not stop for directions. <laughs> and while this may not be the real reason why the Israelites wandered in the wilderness, I think there is some truth to this. After all, the pressure of public opinion can be overpowering, and many of us have at one time or another spent time worrying about how other people might see us. Instead of stopping and asking for directions and having to admit that we were uncertain or confused, we push on and hope that no one notices how lost we really are. Our fear of being ridiculed is greater than our fear of being wrong. As a society, we have become convinced that as long as we have the approval of others, it does not really matter how far off course we are. One of the best illustrations of this story is one about an old man and his son who were walking home from town one day with their donkey. As they made their way home, their neighbors began to laugh at them and ask themselves, why are both of them walking? One of them should be riding the donkey. After much ridicule, the man placed his son on the donkey and they continued on their way. But soon the neighbors began to criticize them again, saying, Oh, look at that. The boy is making that poor old man walk while he rides the donkey. Why doesn't the boy get off the donkey and let the old man ride for a while? Hearing this, the boy dismounted and the old man got on the donkey. But before long, the neighbors again began to criticize them and wondered out loud, Why is that man riding the donkey and making that helpless boy walk? What kind of a man is he? Hearing this, father reached down, picked up his son, and they both rode the donkey and continued their way home. But neighbors again complained and said to one another, oh, look at that poor donkey having to carry two people on its back. Why don't they give that poor animal a break and get off it before the animal gets hurt? 
In desperation, the father and son did the only thing left for them to do. They picked up the donkey and carried it on their backs the rest of the way home. Today's gospel, the crowd that gathered around Jesus behaved just like these neighbors. Jesus tells the people that they are behaving like spoiled children in the marketplace. They complain because the people around them will not dance when they play their flutes, and they will not cry when they sing sad songs. Which is why Jesus says to the crowd, To what shall I compare this generation? You know, I find it interesting that self-centered people who think that the world revolves around them is not a new development. These types of people were around even in the time of Jesus. And it's not only just children that act this way. Adults do as well. In our text today, Jesus points out that the people had criticized John the Baptist because he fasted and would not drink alcohol. Now they criticize him because, as he put it, the Son of Man came eating and drinking, and the crowds grumbled, Look, a glutton, a drunkard, friend of tax collectors and sinners. You just can't win, Jesus seems to be saying, when you look to society for acceptance and approval. And you, people who are behaving just like children, because you are always complaining that I don't quite match your expectations. And then Jesus did an amazing thing. Jesus commended those with a childlike grasp of his message, saying, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and revealed them to infants. Just as people in biblical times were worn out from all the social and religious rules and expectations, we too carry a heavy burden of trying to earn social approval. Throughout our lives, we bear the burden of trying to live up to what other people tell us we have to be in order to fit in. Sometimes this can take on almost demonic proportions. Look at advertising that assaults us every day. Eat this breakfast cereal, drive this pickup truck, use this deodorant or wear this brand of clothing. There's not one of us who is free from the power of these ads or the power of peer pressure to influence our actions. And that is why the words that Jesus speaks in our reading today is very inviting. Listen to them again. Come to me, all you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When Jesus promises us rest, Jesus is offering an alternative to all the social rules and public opinions as a basis for our lives. Jesus is informing us that there is an alternative to all of these false truths and offers us another way. Jesus wants to teach us about his way to salvation. Jesus wants us to take our focus off what others think and put our focus on Christ. Jesus wants us to exchange our yoke of sin and trespasses for Christ's yoke. Do you know that when we put on Christ's yoke, we find that there is no plow that we need to pull? Why? Because the field has already been plowed. There's nothing left for us to do 
because Christ has already pulled the yoke to the cross of Calvary and to his death there. Christ has already pulled the full load over the entire field. The words Jesus spoke today in our gospel text are different from any that have ever been spoken before. Instead of giving the people more rules and expectations, Jesus narrowed them down. Instead of scolding the people for falling short, Jesus bent down to their level and raised them up. Instead of telling them how angry God was with them, Jesus spoke of incredible love and forgiveness. Instead of blaming them for falling in life, Jesus offered them an alternative to seeing themselves as victims. The gospel message today delivers us from the yoke of impossible worldly expectations and gives us the good news that God loves us just the way we are when we are yoked to his death and resurrection. And that is why we should all rejoice when we hear God say, come to me and I will give you rest. Let us pray. O Lord, our God, you are always more ready to bestow your gifts upon us than we are to seek them. You are more willing to give than we desire or deserve. Help us to seek that we may truly find, so to ask that we may joyfully receive, so to knock that door of mercy may be opened for us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In this time of desperation All we know is doubt and fear There is only one foundation We believe We believe In this broken generation All is dark, you help us see. There is only one salvation. We believe, we believe, we believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit, and He's given us new life. We believe in the crucifixion. We believe that He's conquered death. We believe in the resurrection, and that He's coming back again. We believe. Let our faith be more than ever. 
song we sing. And in our weakness and temptation, we believe. He's coming back, he's coming back 